You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Good. Oh, how? That's loud. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) We are here broadcasting live from Las Vegas. It's the uh, Vegas Rock Dog Radio Show. And I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Hope you're all having a great weekend. I think most people started their St. Patrick's Day celebrations yesterday. (laughs) It's going to be a long four days for many people and a long recovery, I'm going to say. But um, I'm going to say happy uh, St. Patrick's Day since um, I don't broadcast on a Monday. Uh, As I say, most people are probably just celebrating anyway. They're probably just recovering today from last night. So, Um, But I haven't drank any green beer yet. There's always time. There's plenty of time for that. So you're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's a rock and roll show about pets, people, and pop culture. And I am your host, the Brit, who loves dogs, who's crazy about dogs, and uh, in sunny Las Vegas. Uh, before I get my show started today, I actually want to dedicate my show to Lucy. She's a friend's dog who passed away this week. She was um, the, the very young age of 14 years old, which, as we know, is, is quite, a, quite old for a dog. And... Um, she was a sweet, sweet girl, and I know that they are definitely hurting because uh, she was uh, the biggest part of their family, and um, it's just very, very sad when we lose our pets. So this show goes out to Lucy today, and uh, she was also known as Lucy Lou, and she was quite a little character, so... Um, uh, not not in, not easy for anybody when they lose a pet. So let's tell you how to find the show online and uh, many, many places. So whatever is your poison, as we say, pick your poison. If you're a Facebook user, then you'll find us there. So this is, these are the links. Website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. You stream, and we are streaming live. I mean, my guest Barbara in studio will give you a little Hi. wave there. Uh, the you stream, you're going to go to ustream.tv. Our channel, not our channel, our profile is Vegas Rock Dog. You'll find two shows there. The Las Vegas Hot Diggity Dog Show, that's the old one, but you can still view the shows with my old host, um, Stacy. And then Vegas Rock Dog Radio, which is me and fabulous guests every week. Um, so that's Vegas Rock Dog Radio, and you can watch those anytime or watch it live or give us a wave, and you can actually communicate directly with us through Ustream, which is kind of cool. Although multitasking, I'm doing a lot at the moment. <laughs> but I'm like an octopus. Uh, Facebook, if you love your Facebook, it is face. No, it's not. It's not Facebook. It is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. That's where you're going to find us. Twitter is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W at the end. The call in is 702-483-4444. All our shows are archived and broadcast through VegasAllNetRadio.com here in Las Vegas. Um, so you can listen at your own leisure if you don't have a chance to listen live. Instagram, Vegas Rock Dog. And I put even more pictures of dogs on there since I got my third dog, Mr. Twix. So uh, if you like a lot of pictures of dogs and plants, because I love my gardening, that's pretty much what you're going to get <laughs> on my account. Uh, you want to pick up your clothing for you or your dog, you can go to VegasRockDog.com. And our blog is The Rock and Roll Dog. 
It's been going a long, long time. I've been in business since 2005 in the, in the animal world and it's gone so quickly. It's crazy. Now here we are with a radio show to top it all off. So let me tell you about my guest who's in studio today. I'm going to introduce her and then I'm just going to do a little bit of a news blurb and then we're going to get into talking about our gardens. So my guest this week has a passion for nature and also a love for dogs. And I've seen her green thumb at work, and I've enjoyed the results immensely. Um, I want to welcome my friend and um, gardening expert in my eyes, Barbara Jurgens, and she's here on this St. Patrick's Day run-up, <laughs> pre-show run-up. Mm-hmm. How are you, Barbara? I'm doing great. Yeah, I, I think some of my friends are like, yeah, I'll come on the radio show. Oh, okay, I have to go on the radio show now. <laughs> Is that how you felt, Barbara? It is. Yeah, it's scary, isn't it? I have to run and get ready. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It is. It's, I, I know. I say everybody loves to come on radio, but when the reality sets in, oh, oh my gosh, what, what, what am I going to sound like? What am I going to say? I'm going to say the wrong thing. You know what? You can never say the wrong thing because I'm asking you questions about you. Okay. Those <laughs> were all my thoughts. Yeah, too. and if you don't know about, about yourself or your product, maybe you shouldn't do radio. <laughs> there you go. So, um, we're going to talk about our gardens, how we can make them safe, how we can plan them so that not just we can enjoy them, but also our pets can enjoy them. And we've got some really great tips, and I think you're going to find them very, very useful, especially since we're now in the planting season. You Correct. know, I mean, it just seems to, we may have people elsewhere that have got snow on the ground and they're thinking, planting season, but we've been warm for a while now, haven't we? This weather's been great. We have, we have, and actually today, March 15th, is our drop dead date for frost. Oh, is it really? So, <laughs> yes, I'm going home and I'm going to be planting. She see, she sticks by the <laughs> rules i've been sticking stuff in the ground already <laughs> i've been breaking the rules <laughs> you know i what? do some years you do get that feeling though don't you You're like oh it feels like spring right now and that's usually like in january oh it feels like spring because <laughs> yes. it warms up so quickly for us you know right but we can sometimes get caught off guard can't we with a, a crazy frost that comes in yes and then it'll kill your plant yeah so. so don't get too eager like i do i just got lucky this year that's all i'm gonna say so here's a quick news update um, I don't know if you're reading the news, um, once again in Vegas. Um, there's actually an arson case, another one, not the Gloria Lee one with the puppy store, but there's another one. And, uh, it's where four innocent pets were killed in an arson fire. And there's a rally for justice on Monday, March the 17th at 6.30 a.m. I said a.m. there. And that's at the Regional Justice Center because again, we have to raise awareness that you know, these cases have to be prosecuted the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, these are very serious um, actions that people take. You know, you can't set a place on fire with your animals in it. I mean, you just can't do that, you know, not without serious consequences. So a big part of us actually going down to the Justice Center, so you've got your Nevada voters for, for animals who will be down there, is to raise this awareness and to make sure people understand, you know, that you can't do this kind of thing and think you're going to get away with it because it's not right. We have to lift our profile in Nevada of how we view animals. We've had some really horrible cases that doesn't make us look good. I mean, it just doesn't make us look good, does it? You know? Right. What's going on it's- in our state that we've got, we've got trapping going on, we've got tripping, the horse tripping going on or trying to go on, you know? We've got, you know, puppies being, you know, attempted to be burnt, burnt in a, in a fire. We've got abuse. We just can't have this. We've got birds getting their heads ripped off. You remember that one? Yes. At the Flamingo Hotel. I mean, th- these are not good situations and, you know, we're a little bit different from other states. Um, we, we don't have the strongest of laws. 
And that's why uh, next week we're having Gina Greeson on the show because she's with the Nevada Voters for Animals. She authors and authors the bills, and and she's on this. Trust me, she's on our laws. She's making a big difference in the community. And um, you know, we're getting there. We're making some strides, which is great. But you know, other other states are, pr- are pretty harsh. We're harsh in England. Oof, we are harsh in England, and I like it that way. <laughs> you know, you hurt an animal. You'll go into jail. There's no way for them to protect themselves. There isn't. They are innocent. They cannot speak up. And some, you know, people say, why, why are you helping animals and not kids? You know what? Your passion is your passion, isn't it? You know, cause is your cause. And, um, you should never insult anyone that does volunteer work and has, has a passion. You know, I find it insulting when people say that, why don't you do things for kids instead of animals? Don't insult me. I'm, I'm putting my yes. time into this, you know. This is what I care about. This is my cause, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, um. And it's also like what you do for a living. For anyone. Why did you choose? Why to did do you choose this? to do this? Uh, right. Yeah. For I, your whole life. And I hate, and you know what? There's freedom. You're not paying my choosing. bills. I'm volunteering wherever I want to volunteer, <laughs> you know. But, um, so if you can lend your support by going down to the Justice Center, the Regional Justice Center, the Rally for Justice, Monday, March 17th at 6.30 a.m. Um, this is for the four innocent pets that were killed in an awesome fire. Um, and uh, we will keep you up to date on that. Next week is going to be a big, big update with Gina Greeson of uh, Nevada Voters for Animals. She's been on the show before. And uh, um, I'll tell you something. Gina is run off her feet, bless her. Uh, she probably hasn't slept since... 2013, <laughs> I don't think, working so hard on these causes. And, and she not only does that, but she has to also uh, make sure that they're enforced, these laws. Because sometimes, you know, a case will happen and she'll go, hmm, hang on, how come that wasn't charged as a felony? Because that's what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. So she works with some, some, she's very good with working with lots of different people that make these decisions. And I think she's very, very good at that. So I'm excited about her coming on the show next week. Lots to talk about as usual. So my guest is Barbara Jurgens. Are you, are you, you're a member of Master Gardener, correct? Yes, I am. Do, do, you, do you call it uns or unse? <laughs> UNCE. Just Richard UNCE. Yeah. I'm trying to abbreviate everything. UNCE um, sounds good, though. So tell, tell us what UNCE stands for. Um, <laughs> the university. <laughs> yes. I'm new at this. The University of Nevada Cooperative Extension in Southern Nevada. It's a long name, isn't it? It is a long so name. That's, that's why we like UNCE. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you can find um, the Master Gardeners of Nevada. You can find them on Facebook, and you'll go to UNCE Master Gardeners. That's what you're going to find. Or you can go to the website, which is www.unce.unr.edu. How long has Master Gardeners been going? Uh, here since 1992. Oh, so it's quite a long time, mm-hmm. really. That's yes. to, oh, yeah. We, so, wow. That's yes. great. Yes, helping the community. And we need a lot of help. Yes, and we're all volunteers. We go through a training program. How long is the training program, Barbara? It's um, 80 hours. Oh, okay. Yes, and you have a lab with it. And then you have to put in so many hours a year, 50 hours a year. Oh, wow. So it's quite a big continuing education every year. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. So how many people would you say have gone through the program? Any idea? Uh, Right now, actually, there's 300 active Oh my gosh, I'm in really, I'm impressed. I'm yes. really impressed. Um, I'm sure in the beginning it was a small group, you know, and absolutely because there's only, uh, probably maybe the most is 50 in a class at okay. this point. I think when I did it in 08, 
there were about 25. Oh, gosh. So it has changed a lot then. It has, and uh, more young people are getting involved. You see, I think there's a trend right now. I think there's definitely a trend right now to uh, sustainability, grow your own, organic, all of these good things. And now I do know this. A lot of people have given up on gardening in the desert (laughs) because, yes, unless you find out the information, there's so much like trying and dying of plants. <laughs> well, that's how I got into say? master gardening. Is, is it really? Uh, yes. Uh, I grew up in Iowa, and I've lived several places, and I, San Diego being one of them, too. Oh, and I bet of course, it's easy to grow there. Anything. Oh. You just put it in the ground, and it grows. And watch it. I, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so when I got here, I, I was very confident yet that I could get things to grow. Right. No. Even my house plants died. I've wasted a lot of money in the past. Yes. Until I met Barbara, by the way, because then things start to change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you did it out of a need of like, whoa, what's going on here? And it's such a different climate. I mean, yes, oh my gosh. it is. Which, it's, you know, uh, lots of times that you have a plant um, uh, identification such as an area in the country. Right. And ours should be like 8B for the USDA. Okay. And I think it's gone up to 9A right now. And then you have Sunset Garden, which is 11. Right. And I usually, you know, if someone asks me and it's like hot. Oh, yeah, that's what you can really what say. What is your, the, you know, hot. your area? Hot. 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 And then and, more hot. And dry. <laughs> yes. Dry. First year I lived here. I went to L.A. for three days, and I came back, and I thought someone had put a blowtorch on my plants. I looked at what happened to my garden. What happened to my garden? I did not realize it was that sensitive. You know, that yes. in, literally in three days of going away, coming back, my garden was ruined. <laughs> because well, you, I just, I honestly didn't know it was that severe. Well, you you get the sun heat, and then, too, if we get the severe winds. Oh, that drying it, yes. yes. It just really dries out the leaves, the plant. This is our time of year too for us to pick up in wind, isn't it? You know, yes. it starts to get really, people don't, don't know that about Vegas, but it is, it gets so windy. Then we get the, de- the dust storms, which is horrific. Right. But it is, it's such a dry, dry climate. People can't believe it when they first come here. They're like, whoa. Well, and also the drastic change in temperatures sometimes from yeah. daytime and nighttime. Yes. Yeah. That there is an adjustment there for the plants. Yeah, definitely. To survive. Absolutely. I learned it. That first trip, I came back and I thought, someone set everything on fire and burnt everything. That's not right. My garden's ruined, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we have a very, very different climate. So I think people are going to find this very, very helpful today um, as to what works and what doesn't work out here. And um, we're really focusing on a pet-friendly garden and a pet-safe garden because it's so easy to pick a plant because you think it's so pretty and beautiful and then find out that it's a really dangerous plant, you know, to your pets. Correct. Like oleander is such a popular plant out here, but that is a toxic plant to pets. Yes, it is. You know, and you know, and it's horrific for allergies too, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. If you've got allergies, then forget that. Or if you've got a dog with allergies, like I'd love to put it in because it grows so fast, and you can, you know, you can get some privacy pretty quick with oleanders. But then you're going to pay the price if your dog eats it, or if yes, you've got allergies. I mean, it's just not not pollen. Yeah, and and it's a really pretty plant, you know. But (laughs) we're stuck with that, aren't we? Really. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that. So this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to start with some steps here. Okay. So. the first thing is how to assess your environment. So what would, what would you say that is for a pet owner when you're either going to redo your garden or you're starting from scratch? Well, 
for the from the dog's perspective. Yes, yeah, because because I, you need to kind of think and feel like a dog. Yeah, I think so too. So watch your dog as he goes outside, and keep in mind the the basics that a dog needs is food, water, shelter, yes. exercise, and companionship for most dogs. Yes. So when you go. Um, Outside, watch where they go, what they do, where they like to lie down, mm-hmm. where do they spend a lot of their time at. Yes. You know, and what kind of dog are they? Yes. Like my dog is a hunter. Oh, I love Mr. Frank, let me tell you. He's a little mini schnauzer. He's so adorable. It's yes. ridiculous. And he's a great guard dog. He'll make sure any kind of fly, anything <laughs> is out of that yard. Yes. He goes for it every time he goes out out of the house. Same routine. And he's busy. He's is a busy extremely dog. busy. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's important because if you've got the kind of dog that just wants to lay around in the yard, then it's going to be a little bit easier to put it together. But if right. you've got this active dog that wants to hunt, wants to guard, wants to be in everything, that's why I think you have to be... Um, uh, more aware of what's safe, what can they get into, you know, yes. how do we prevent them from get, getting into it? Because I think what's important is don't plant a garden that you have to worry about your pets in the garden. What, eliminate that. Right, because then you have to be outside with them yes. when they go outside yes. to keep an eye on them all the time. And as you know, life gets in the way. It does get in the way. And that's not something that's possible for everybody, that, especially if you have little children yes, and, or you have a busy schedule like you do. Yeah. It's just not going to work. Yeah, so. you want to be able to eliminate that. Well, it's just like if you've got a baby oh, or a puppy. Yes. I mean, I'm a, I've really had to puppy-proof my house right now because Mr. Twix, is a, <laughs> he could climb on dining room tables. Absolutely. He's, he's a climber, you know. So that's something I would have to consider because he climbed on my table on my patio this week and he was just sat there with all my little um, plants and stuff. But I didn't think he would climb up there. You know, so ah. now I have to look at the plants and go, oh, aren't any of these dangerous for him? Because now he's a climber. So right. this is a perfect example, isn't it? You know. Yes, and he may be wanting just to look out, you know, well, he's stay busy too. above. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that might be a big uh, part uh, of it. Mm-hmm. And, that, and so I'm also going to say, you know, um, like if you've got a dog that likes to dig. <laughs> yes. Do you know, oh, your dog that loves to drink water like Mr. Frank does, you know, yes. how we can really tailor the that environment too. for them. Right, right. You want to enjoy, I think you want to be able to enjoy... But, you know, I, I mean, I love that kind of outside living. I yes. love that. But I want it so that we can all enjoy it. And like I say, it's not like, you know, I'm sat there, sat, sat outside it's watching the anything. family and the dog. Yeah. I don't want to be sat outside thinking, oh, my gosh, they're going to get into this. He's going to get into that, you know. And, right. And he just like, to, like Mr. Twix loves to lay in the dirt. Oh, he's such a boy. And, you know, he needs to have an area where he has dirt. Exactly. And maybe you want to make it even a little zen area. Yeah, that would where be you really could nice. Put rocks around it. it. You know, they have even, like, Colored rocks, like red and yes. almost like crystals. Oh, that nice. You can get, and you could do a center crystal, yes. something like that. Yeah, because I think um, rather than forever going, get out of that dirt, get out of that dirt, I should give him his own He's area. not going to change. He's not going to change. But it, but it also makes him feel good. Yeah, and he'll have his own. For some reason. And he'll have his own little spot. Yeah, yeah he clearly Correct. loves laying in the dirt. And right. He comes in and he's And you're not going to change your dog. We're not going to change. So I think that's, uh, that is, no. I think that's the big, biggest tip is assess from your pet's point of view. Yes. Most definitely. So we're talking about plants and a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people know some of the toxic plants and stuff, but then there are also, there's actually a myriad of really toxic plants for cats, dogs, horses. Um, yes. 
And that's, I think, is your biggest consideration is how safe can I make this? And you may have to sacrifice and not get your favorite flower if you know that, um, uh, you know, it's going to be so dangerous to your pet. It's just, you know. Absolutely, because safety is number one. It is. If you want to keep your pet. If you want to keep your pet. You know, I did read a story about a lady. Where was it? It may have just been on Facebook where she thought it was kind of cute. Her dog would, um, you know, nibble on some of the, the plants and stuff. Yes. And ultimately, that's what killed her pet. And she says, God, if only I had just stopped him just even touching the plants, I never would have had, I would never have lost right. it. You know? Yes. So it's, yeah, any pet eating a plant is not cute. Just don't let him do it, you and, know? And knowledge is power. Oh, it really is. And you need to take that few minutes. I mean, sometimes it can get overbearing. Yeah, I think you can get, you can, I mean, and here's the thing, you can get as in-depth as you want. Yes. But I think if you get the basics down... Right, you know, which is you're confident that nothing in your yard is going to cause you a problem for your pet. Right. And it's not just like a, a, a plant that would um, kill your pet. But plants also irritate pets, though, don't they? And some plants actually, I like to call it bite. Oh. You know, the cacti? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my. If you have cacti yes. in your yard and they brush up, it just depends upon what T- kind of. Terrible plants. getting those needles out. Yes. So And painful. it's painful. They have almost like a little hook on the end. They don't just come straight out. It's, it almost looks like a crochet hook. Yes. And um, this, uh, uh, this is a random story. Walking the dogs in, in the wind. And you know those li- those cactus have like the little like round balls on them. They're like little balls of cactus. They almost look like a link of sausages. Yes. Sometimes they blow off, and one blew right into Thornton, into her um, into her uh, face. And oh, yes. oh my gosh! And I mean that was just like a freak kind of accident, you know. But mm-hmm. to get those out was horrible for her. Really horrible. You know when you uh, you see people blowing their yards out, the leaves mm-hmm. and everything, and you have a lot of cactus, you really should have long sleeves oh, on and glasses yes. because a lot of that can comes be, up. Yes, and don't blown def- up and don't do flip flops as much as that's all we live in out here. Oh yes, can you you need to be kind of covered. Yeah, that. that's a really great tip. So get rid of the cactus. Gone. Bye bye. As beautiful as they are, it is, and you it's can always put it in an, in, in an area where they don't frequent at yes. all. Like I have a very front yard. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's stunning. I should have taken off. a picture of it this morning. I'll take one. I drop you off today oh. because I will post it because it is the most spectacular garden you've ever seen. I have to say, people, you'd be so jealous of Barbara's garden. But yeah, I, so so plants that plants that bite. We don't need plants that bite. Do you know, I never thought about that, even though I've had the experience. I, of it's that. just yeah, a little you know? saying that I like to. Yes. Throw up there. Well, I, I think it really conveys exactly how horrible that, those kind of plants are, you yes. know. Um, now, if you want to actually find out what plants are pet-friendly and what plants are not so pet-friendly, you can go to the ASPCA site. It's got a really comprehensive list. And what you can do is you can actually oh, get my teeth in this morning. You can select whether it, you're, you're looking for plants where you've got dogs, cats, horses. You live in a farm. <laughs> you might want to need to check them all out. But it kind of narrows it down because there's a lot of plants to, it, to select it, it, from. It's, it is. And and then, so what that kind of leads to a little bit, and before we actually take a quick break, is if you end up in those situations where you've got a plant that is toxic, you know, we then you then need to be prepared for any kind of emergency too, you know, Correct. until you decide that you need to pull them out and get rid of them. And so um, what you would want to do is you want to have um, the pet poison hotline uh, information close at hand, petpoisonhelpline.com. They actually do not charge. And I have used it before. They do not charge. So it's even if you're making your way down to an emergency pet hospital, 
you may want to be calling them at the same time and think of my pet right now, you know, before I yes. get down there. You know, I think that's yes. important. And you say, wouldn't you say, Barbara? Yes. And then also, you can also call the, um, it is the ASPCA that has that hotline as well, correct? Yes, they do. But they do charge. And they also have a, a yes, I believe it's $65 for okay. a charge. Okay, so be aware of that, that you may be, um, have to pay a fee, you know, but your first bet would probably be calling the um, pet poison pet pet poison hotline. Right. And actually, they both have uh, a toxic and a safe list for plants. Perfect, because you may not know. You honestly may not know. You know, you just go. I don't know. I just saw my dog eating an aloe vera. Correct. You know, and those lists may uh, differ. I think they None would. None of them are the same. I would also think too, if you've moved from a different state and you've moved. You've got a whole different array of plants you've got to deal Uh, with. Yes. You know? And you need to deal with that, too. Yeah, if you're coming from, I used to live in Nashville, I'm gardening in a very different way here, you know. Um, I'm seeing plants I've never seen before because, of course, there's native plants. I'm sure they're they're trying to get all the plants. Oh, my gosh. It must be an ongoing project, you know what I mean? Correct. Constantly adding. And here's the thing. How do you find out they're poisonous until someone's pet? ends up ill from eating something and I guess then there's a report happens and then they figure out, oh, X amount of cases of this have happened with this particular plant, so now we're going to deem it as toxic. I'm assuming that's it. Plus, I'm sure yes. a lot of plants have the same kind of, uh, I don't want to say chemicals, but what would I say in them? Structures? What, chemicals. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. You yes. know, you, I think you know what I mean. <laughs> there is probably a common thread through certain plants where you say, oh, if it's got this, we know these are not going to be safe, you know. Right. But as I say, it's up to you to be, um, as far as like, you can go as in-depth as you want or as, you know, as light as you want. But if anything, at least make your plant, make sure your plants are safe, you know what I mean? And if you're a big gardener, you would, could really, really enjoy putting a new garden together or revamping your old garden when you get a pet, you know. Yes. You could really... We- make that a really fun project you can and as far as with the dogs usually their path that they go in every day mm-hmm. is something that you have to leave for them so yeah. don't plant any plants yeah in don't, that area. yeah don't get rid of their little routine we all right. like a routine don't we mm-hmm. you know coffee at eight you know <laughs> like, so don't. you could outline it a little bit yeah that, that kind of helps him and helps everyone else in the house yeah and the little kids because you don't want to disturb your your balance no balance is an all. important thing i think well listen chris let's take a quick break because we've got a little bit more to talk about as far as like planting and uh how to have a fun garden for you your family and your pets we'll be right back you're listening to vegas rock dog radio with me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs we'll be right back we'll be right back right after these messages stay tuned Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Hi, everyone. You're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And my fabulous guest today is Barbara Jergens. And she is part of the Master Gardeners Group here in Nevada. We're talking about pet-friendly gardens, how to plant them, how to do some research so that you can have the best result. Really, really important. So I'm going to be posting a lot of these resources, a lot. So you've got the ASPC. ASPCA's website where you can choose uh, to look at the uh, non-toxic and toxic plants uh, for your pets. It's going to eliminate a lot of problems for you. You want to keep it nice and safe. Um, you can also go to the SNWA website. What is, does that stand for? Uh, Southern Nevada Water Association. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes they send, you know, tell us how much we can water and stuff. Yes. <laughs> they have the info on that. They tell you when and how. And across the street from where I live, in fact, where Mr. Twix came from, because that's where he lived, is Acacia Park. And Barbara, you had a big hand in making that look amazing. Uh, in the early stages, yes. Yeah, the demonstration garden. It is a demonstration garden. And what she gave me was this tip, and I think it's brilliant. You can go down to the demonstration gardens, you see what's working and growing and thriving down there, but it, the names of the plants are there. Yes. And I think uh, that's great. And you can also see if it's thriving in the sun. Yes. Which is very, very important for here because a lot of things don't make it here. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it isn't a native plant, it if you see a sign... You yeah. know, when you buy the plant, that it's a hundred percent full sun. Usually, you have to put it in partial sun. That is it's really intense. a good, good tip. So, if it's not a native plant, despite the fact that it will say full sun, you need to put it in partial sun. More than likely, that's a yes. great tip. It's give a, it some shade. Yeah, beca- afternoon shade because it's going to give a shock. Otherwise, that poor plant. <laughs> it will. <laughs> and I think what another tip you gave me was um, grab your smartphone, take the pictures. You know, go yes. down your garden center, say, I'm looking for this plant, you know, and, uh, you know, do you a little right. bit of research on it. Right. If you go to the Las Vegas Springs Preserve even, um, which Ooh. I have done in the past a yes. long time ago, I would just take uh, a picture of the sign mm-hmm. because it also has a botanical name. You always need the botanical name. Okay. Because there are so many, like chrysanthemums. Yes. There's thousands. Okay. So you need, so if you want the plant that you love. And the one you saw. Yes, you want the botanical name, but that is always the best way to look up a plant. Because there's lots of variations, aren't there? Yes. I mean, look how many amazing roses you can get. Yes. You know, it's quite amazing. I mean, are there other roses that don't have as many thorns as others? Uh, um, actually, I just started propagating two from 18 87 and I think 1898. <gasps> I'm not sure they're going to make it, but I'm trying. But they have, they don't have as many thorns on them as the ones nowadays. You see, that, that would be something if you can get plants that don't have the, the, uh, thorns on them. That's going to be a little bit safer for your pets too. Correct. You know? And sometimes, you know, all they have to do is have a little run in with a rose and then they know. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's a quick lesson, isn't it? Yes, it, <laughs> it is. And usually they stay on, not like the cactus. Right. They, I found that, that my roses grow really well out here. Nice. I know. So, right. I thought I'd keep to touch some wood or something. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there are a number of ways that we talked about. You, you know, your pet can actually get sick and that's like by either ingesting a plant, uh, 
pesticides, herbicides, and fertilizers. Are there some organic uh, choices that people can use for those that are safer for your pets? You know, on the market, is it pretty easy to find stuff like that? Well, usually what we suggest is um, using a little bit of dishwashers dishwashing liquid yeah with water like a teaspoon in a gallon yeah to just uh, you know shoot it on the plants yes and, who, and get rid of it that way who knew oh my gosh that's I, I had no idea that you could do something like that you can oh you can get rid of it a, a lot of them that way or just a real strong spray of water okay. sometimes on the plants will work and you just have to keep your eye on it and then there there's the old pick them off routine oh you know if you've got the uh, the hornworms or anything and i've done that before oh you're so brave so maybe you just (laughs) need to take a chair and have a glass of wine with that (laughs) or two glasses of wine or have a little party you see that's such a a better alternative you know because i mean it is we don't even want pesticides on our own food let alone our pets even think that they can you know chew on an aloe vera or something and get sick not only from that but from a pesticide or whatever you know right now what's the difference between pesticide and herbicide are they the same thing um, a herbicide is part of pesticides. Okay. Every, yeah, an herbicide is used to kill weeds. Okay. And the pesticide is for pest. Right. right. Herb and pest. Hello. I'm having an epiphany here today. <laughs> See, I told you. And then you. insecticide would be for insects. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's, I'm getting educated today. Really important. I should know this by now. I hung out with Barbara no, for no, long not enough. Unless, not unless you're you're involved with it. And sometimes I even have to review everything. Right. You know. Oh, there's a lot though, isn't there? I mean, there is a lot, and constantly learning, constantly trying, and try to educate the community as best we can. And and I think there's enough room for all gardeners you're you know, almost like different a, opinions. You're almost like a fast forward for people. You know, when I can say, Barbara, you know, I want to plant, she can say, no, that's not going to work out here. You know, that is a great <laughs> fast forward for me, you know, because she got the knowledge. I'm very lucky to have her <laughs> to, to call upon for those reasons. And and for people who don't, <laughs> right? have someone, <laughs> but, you know, just create friendships. And also we have a hotline here 702-257-5555 oh and that's um monday through friday eight to five that's great and you can call and sometimes if that's not a person's area of expertise you know they'll just say we will get back to you we will research it and have an answer for you there's help for all of us now i think that's great because where else would you go you right. know what I mean? Yes. I think that's amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. I love my garden anyway. I think I've talked about it a million times, you know. And at the moment, it's looking really, really good. Now, I have fake grass. Um, I have fake grass that I've had for a long, long time where they used to put the crushed granite underneath. Yes. Which gets insanely hot that I can't go on the grass. My dogs don't go on the grass now. Uh, right. And I probably need to replace that because there's some new uh, fake grasses out there that... Um, and not hot underneath, which is really, really good. But as I say, I had mine done a long, long time ago. You know, yes. what tips would you give for anyone that wants to actually keep their normal grass, their natural grass? Because it's hard when you've got pets, isn't it? You know, it is. Because they can burn it with, you know, they, they can on. burn it. Sometimes you just have to add a little water to um, dilute okay. the area. Just rinse it down. Close right. It down. And then. Uh, Sometimes maybe you need to create a different marking post for yes. them. I think that's a great idea because then you can keep them away from your lovely lush grass. Because I used to have lush grass until I got At dark. least give it a chance to recoup. 
yeah. a little bit. Yeah. That might work out. Well, I've seen that's what they do with the dog parks here. Um, when they, there's multiple dog parks, they always have one that's closed, allowing it to like come back to life. Right. And so there's, so there's always two parks that always look really, really good. And then there's one that's recovering and then they open mm-hmm. that and close a different one because again, that, you know. Yes, you need to do that. And, and maybe too, if there's a, a little area that's getting burned out, you, you could put a little fence around it for the time being. Yeah. And just keep and, it protected. And of course, male and female dogs are so different. Yes. And the males like to mark. Yes. More so than the girls know, on, do. Yes. On the trees. Yes. Anything that's already been marked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. They have a habit of that too, don't they? They're like, oh, someone else was here. I'll do it too. Right. <laughs> and they have their spot. They have a routine. They have their spot. So the, I think a marking post is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to talk about quick and easy solutions that you know, oh my gosh, but I love these plants and I want to be able to have these plants. How do I do this without putting them in the ground, you know, that makes them safe? So what options do we have? You have um, container gardens, Mm -hmm. you know, putting them in a container and then you have to be careful what kind of container. I was going to ask you about that. What's the worst kind of container in our heat to put the plants in? Oh, the worst. Wow. It depends upon how you put the plant in it. Like I personally like ceramic. Okay. But that gets very very warm mm-hmm. so what's best is to put it in a like plastic container and then you can put oh there's a variety of things that you can put around them like the peanut packaging okay you can put around or the bubble wrap yeah around to have that buffer oh okay. so it doesn't get as hot oh that's a great tip. because yeah you don't want to burn the roots yeah because that's uh, yeah i mean it just gets so hot now uh, hanging baskets of course are going to be an easier option they're up off the ground are they, they hard are, to grow though uh they're hard to sustain okay because it's a small area yeah that's surrounded right by air. with w- with your dirt mm-hmm. excuse me soil soil <laughs> yes dirt before we work it through and oh, I see it in all kinds of stuff today <laughs> and it gets dry so fast here yeah that it, it's probably yeah. nice for early spring okay and then fall and, and then you might ha- want to transplant them okay. or bring them in. Otherwise, you would just be maintaining it. You'd have to really keep a close eye on constantly, wouldn't you? Absolutely. You no and life. I did it for a while. And it and for me, gardening should not be work. Right. It should be pleasure. It should be pleasure. Yeah. And so I just decided that was a route I don't want to do. Yeah. Take. If you don't want to stress about trying to keep something alive, and even as, as lovely as it looks, you know, they yes. might say maybe pick a season. Enjoy it in spring and, and in autumn, and then, you know, do something different with it during the rest right. of the year. I think that's a Transplant. really, really good tip. Um, I know that borders and barriers are a really great idea. You know, there's little mini fences, you know, yes. to, to prevent your pets from getting into some of the plants that you really, really like. So that's another option. Um, uh, what um, We talked about dogs and their different personalities, and I guess if you've got a dog that likes to zoom around, we, yes. we'd need to look at some sturdy plants, wouldn't we, if they're going to be running in and out of them? Yes. What kind of what kind of plants work for that, do you know, um, in your mind? Well, mind you, don't you have a lot of grasses at your house, though? I have a couple. I, I really gave that some thought because usually when dogs are ill, mm-hmm. you know, they do eat grass. Yes. But if they're really ill sometimes they'll just go after anything to get that to relief just, to just throw and up. so i'm kind of rethinking grasses right it, because of that point yeah is that they'll just go out and start getting anything like the little nibbler 
yes. that passed away. Yeah. You know, it wasn't maybe something that was intense. No. But it drew her attention. Yes. And when they're desperate. Yeah. That is out there. Yeah. So I'm rethinking yeah. that part a little bit. I mean, in Barbara's garden, let me tell you something. It's an adventure, your garden. And I really, really <laughs> love you. it. It has these little, little vignettes so, uh, all, all around the garden. I mean, it's quite an adventure for Frank, I would say, definitely. It is. He's busy. And, and you were saying uh, on the break, she was saying that she's, she, Barbara's planting her plants closer so there's not so much ex- exposed soil to get baked in the heat. So, yes. so tell, our, tell our, the listeners what the benefit would be of, of planting them slightly closer. For me, I like to plant, as I say, I'm, we like to experiment, Master Gardeners do. So I'm experimenting putting my plants a little bit closer, just out in the yard, mm-hmm. to make a more of a microclimate, okay. to keep it a little bit cooler yes. in that area. And so they have a better chance of surviving Survival. the heat. And then I mulch around them okay. about three or four inches, and that helps keep a barrier to the soil because... When the sun hits the soil, you kind of want to mm. keep the sun from hitting the soil a lot. Yeah, so you're, gonna, you're giving your, your plants a better chance, aren't you, at survival that yes. way? Yes, definitely. Yes. Hey, Chris, I think we should take another quick break because we're going to wrap up with Barbara and talk about a few events that are happening in town. So, uh, we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll decks, and we'll be right back with Barbara Jergens. Bye. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. I'm Lisa Smith-Putnam, the host of the new and exciting show, Your Pets, My Dogs, here on Pet Life Radio. Your Pets, My Dogs will feature celebrity interviews, we'll talk to everyday pet owners, and more. Listen, I am here to entertain you each and every week, right here on Pet Life Radio. Again, that's Your Pets, My Dogs. I'm your host, Lisa Smith-Putnam. Your Pets, My Dogs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. 
This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Okay, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and I have gardening expert here, Barbara Juggins. And uh, we're talking about how to put a pet-friendly garden together, one that you can enjoy, your pets can enjoy, your family can enjoy, and um, eliminate some of the problems that you could come across if you didn't do a little bit of research. So what we've actually gone over right now is that... Uh, Barbara's uh, a part of the um, Master Gardeners Association here in uh, in Nevada, and there's lots and lots of resources. You can follow them on Facebook, and you can find their website too, which is www.unce.unr.edu. Uh, the first thing we said was assess your environment. Think about if you were a dog, uh, are you a digger? Are you a lazy one? You're going to hang around. Uh, check out what your your dog's patterns are, and kind of work with your garden that way. And um, you know that that way you're gonna have a good good basis, and um, you know it's, it, you would think to you, sometimes you would think to yourself, oh, I wouldn't climb on top of a table. Be like, oh, but my dog would climb on top of a table, you know. So that's yes. how we mean. Think about um, how your dog would uh, uh, act in your garden, and then we talked about finding the right plants that are safe for your pets. And you can go to a couple of different websites. You can go to the ASPCA's website, and you can select cat, dog, or horse. It said on there, or all three, and it'll tell you what's toxic and what is not toxic. So it makes it a little bit easier. Now, another thing you can do is go to a demonstration garden. I have one right across the street from me, Acacia, that Barbara put her green thumbs on in the beginning. And you can go and take pictures of the plants there. Their names are on there. And she said, make sure you do know the botanical name because if it's that specific plant that you really love, then that's what you need to be asking for when you go to your garden center. Now, uh, we've got uh, Star Nursery. I love Star Nursery. I think it's great. You talked also about uh, Spring Preserve. They may have some plant sales coming up, yeah? Yes, I believe it's uh, March 29th. Oh, you can check their website. That's really soon. It's then. right around the corner. Oh, that's great! <laughs> and you know, it's a great place to go, though, isn't it? It's you a know? wonderful place. And you can have you can have a. Is, is it still Wolfgang Puck's Cafe over there? No, it's changed. It changed? Yes, I'm not sure who. There's has a lovely it. cafe. The view's beautiful. I mean, hey, and you can stroll. Take your kids. Yeah, you can't take your pets though. No. I know that. Uh, boo, yes. boo. <laughs> but you can also see, too, what's nice there is how they put their plants together. Yeah, design, I think, is a design. really important part of it. It's just always, if you're thinking about designing your jar, your yard, yeah. just every opportunity, you know, do a, as you drive by curbs. Yeah. Well, trust me, if you drove by Barbara's house, you would stop every time. <laughs> and it always feels like, I always feel like your garden's changing as the seasons change because different things seem to be blooming as we go through the seasons, which I yes. really love about your garden yes. because it's, it's constantly changing as the season changes. And I think that's what. And then I add new plants, different yeah. plants. I, uh, Experiment. Yeah, I, I tell you something, honestly, it's so impressive. I, I bet our neighbors are jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and another uh, resource website is also the Nevada, Nevada Water Authority. Yes. So uh, com. Uh, they have information too. And, and, um, and actually, we have a demonstration garden behind our facility now that we're working on. Where's that located, Barbara? That is off of 215 mm-hmm. and Windmill. Oh! Just as you pull off. Look right. Okay. There'll be a big building with a big parking lot. <gasps> oh. And on Fridays they have I know, tours. I know exactly where it is. Yes. 
oh, I need to take a trip down there. We should go down together, go hang out together. Okay. Also, we talked about pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides and fertilizers. And you could do a very simple tip with it by going uh, a more less toxic way, which is a teaspoon, did you say? Of a teaspoon of dishwasher soap. And dilute that down in what, a gallon of water? A gallon of water. Spray that and you're good to go. I think that's fantastic yes. too. That's brilliant. Kind of uh, shake it up. If you're still keeping your, your grass and good luck to you because it's getting hard out here, but, um, hose it down after your dogs have been to the bathroom on it or yes. get a marker post. That will make, make it even easier to pre- preserve your, uh, your, your garden. Area. Um, also if your pet does happen to ingest, a poisonous plant, make sure you have the petpoisonhelpline.com information close by um, and your vet, of course. Uh, that's really important. And, you know, here's another thing too: put together a pet poison safety kit. I have one at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm putting a link up for this as well. And it just has everything you need in it. And it's something you would probably take with you as you travel as well. Because you yes. never know what they're going to get into. Um, easy garden solutions we talked about, which is you, you love certain things, but you know you can't put them in the ground because of what your pets are going to do to them. Hanging baskets probably are better seasonally, not all year round. Otherwise, you're going to be living next to your sleeping next to your hanging basket, <laughs> basket trying to keep it alive all year round. Um, tubs. Uh, I was thinking decorative garden shelves. You know, for potted plants? Yes. Because, again, they can't reach them. Right. And we have a few people who just have taken old ladders. Oh. And prop them up and then put... Oh, I like yes. that idea. Potted so again, it's, another, it's a nice design element as well. Yes. Um, we also talked about uh, putting board, borders and barriers up, you know, little, little walls and stuff like that. And um, basically, it's... Um, make it a comfortable place that you and your family can enjoy that is safe, that you follow your dog's habits and build it that way. If they've got a certain way, they like to run in the yard on the path, keep the path there, don't get rid of it. And um, I think, I personally, I think you would end up with a great garden <laughs> at the end of it. Take pleasure in it more than anything. Yes. So listen, I was going to wrap up. Gosh, I knew it would go so fast. This show goes too fast for me. All these points are coming up on Facebook, so uh, you don't have to run and grab a pen or anything like that. Uh, let's go with a couple of events that are happening in town. Uh, we've got the Farmer's Market today, actually, at Floyd Lamb State Park, 10 to 2 p.m., and if you go there and adopt a dog from Foopy, which is foreclosed on pets, you'll get $25 in farmer bucks. Love that. There's another one today, which is St. Patrick's Bake Sale, and that is 11 to 3, supporting homeless pets, and that is with uh, Paws for Love Pet Rescue, and I do not have a location. I think it is at the same park. I don't know. But the link will pop up. That's really weird. There was no info. Tomorrow, Horses for Heroes, a day uh, to salute law enforcement horses at Floyd Land State Park, 10 to 4. Lots happening this weekend. My rescue of the week is Alaska Dog and Puppy Rescue, www.akdog and puppyrescue.com. And I always like to thank our sponsors because without them, this show would never happen. And, uh, we have a new, um, a new, uh, sponsor coming on board, which is going to be Dogs ID Tech with Sandy Dillian. And this is how we're going to close out the show. Next week's guest is Gina Greason of Nevada Voters Reynolds. Let's not forget that's going to be a good show. Remember, you can help a pet in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, sh- or share their information. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals. I want to thank my guest, Barbara Jaggins, for coming in the show. She can relax now. She won't be so stressed out. Thank you for Chris uh, for making the show run as it does every week. And for you for listening in, of course. And you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about 
Vegas Rock and Roll Dogs. And I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always remember, kiss your pets, good morning, and good night, and a million times in between. And then post their pictures on Instagram. And we wish you a great weekend. Have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day. And I hope you don't wake up when anyone shaved your eyebrows off. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening in. Bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.